Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian. It's time now for Culture Club. You know, we've had a lot of national conversations about gender diversity in tech, yet numbers show that women are still underrepresented, underpaid, and often discriminated against in the tech industry. You know, without companies realizing it, diversity is actually quite crucial to IT performance. You know, such teams perform better, they hire better talent, they have more engaged members, and they retain workers better than those who are not focused on diversity and inclusion. The lack of representation for women in the IT industry can be attributed to a wide array of often interrelated factors. So what are these factors and how can greater diversity and inclusion in the workplace benefit businesses in the tech scene? Well, on the line with me is Priya Lakshmi, who is head of startup business ASEAN for Amazon Web Services. Priya, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm good, Elliot. How are you? I'm very good and I'm actually quite surprised as my producers put together this conversation. I would have thought that there would be a lot more diversity in the tech sectors, but I'm surprised. I mean, I guess to start us off, why is it important for women to pursue careers in fields like technology or IT? Why is it important? I think the, uh, the financial data and research shows that organizations that have a higher spread of diversity and equity and tend up end up being a lot more financially viable mm. and and far more productive for our customers as well. So I think it's just super important. I think firstly, this applies to every industry and tech even more. So I, yeah, super important. And I'm really glad to be working with a company like Amazon Web Services that takes IDNE as importantly and as seriously. And so really glad to be here. Yeah. Amazon Web Services, of course, a subsidiary of Amazon that provides on-demand cloud computing platforms and APIs to individuals, companies and governments on a meet-at-pay-as-you-go basis. So it is tech. I bet you've been asked this a thousand times. Uh, how is it like for you being a woman in tech? What kind of challenges have you had to deal with? Right, Elliot. I started my career in tech sales in the early 2002. Wow. I was a minority, for the mm. want of a better word. Mm. It was a struggle uh, in my initial days, uh, you know, from being taken seriously to be being heard, mm. to find a seat at the table. 21 years into my career, and I can tell you that things are surely getting better. Okay. Uh, we see a lot more women in, in tech sales roles, especially here in Amazon. A lot can be done for women in leadership roles. But, you know, having spent eight years, close to eight years in Amazon, I can tell you that I'm truly blessed and very, very thankful for where I am today. Amazon has provided me a platform where I can truly bring myself to work. I think I've been provided numerous opportunities to learn. And I feel like I've really received the best mentorship and guidance. And I think... That's while that's my story, I do have to zoom out a little bit to tell you that Amazon has a million employees around the world right. and 40% of our global workforce are women. And what wow. makes us so special is that women lead some of our biggest and most important businesses, whether it's delivery experience, the mm. Alexa experience, Amazon Fresh, Prime, and so on. Mm. Well, I suddenly feel like working there myself, uh, hearing that, that, <laughs> that push for diversity, equality. It's so important. It says so much. It, it's one of the reasons you want to go to work every day. You are head of startup business. Tell me a little bit about your role. What does it entail? 
Right. So I lead the startup business for ASEAN. Uh, it's been three years since we've set our business in ASEAN and I support 11 countries. So my team and I have the opportunity to work with very early stage startups and in some of the most vibrant and fastest growing economies here in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. I'm based in Singapore, but I get to travel and meet startups across all of the 11 countries. And what's so exciting about my job is that I get to be part of the journey of innovative startups who are solving everyday problems. So while I do have a customer set, I feel like I have a broader responsibility. Yeah, for sure. And obviously that responsibility comes with with being a woman as well. Amazon is one thing. 40% women and continuing to rise is one thing. But why is it women are still underrepresented in the tech sector? What's your observation to that? Well, there's just a number of things, right? It's it's been 21 years for me and I, for most part of my career, I was the only woman uh, as an IC, as an individual contributor. And even when I did move into leadership positions, I pretty much found myself to be the only one. But to be honest, I think it takes a village (laughs) to change (laughs) things. But let's start with two, right? It starts with the organization. And like I said, like Amazon's been great. Uh, For us, I think it's been about raising awareness around inclusion, diversity and equity. And this is becoming a very popular term and an important matter. But, you know, the rubber has has to hit the road. And managers, leaders, executive sponsors, they play a tremendously huge role in, in helping organizations actually walk the talk. So it's not just ID&E, but it's about including women. It's about combating bias. It's about combating microaggressions. It's about equal representation. Mm. It's about providing access and opportunity. And while that sounds great, like it's a great number of things that's in the works and there's a lot of good intentions, good intentions have to convert to tactics. Yeah. And at Amazon, we do a number of things. Uh, We speak about mandatory trainings. And this is across the organization. Uh, It's not just raising awareness. Mm. It's making sure that it distills down to every individual in the company. We have global sponsors. Uh, We have affinity groups across a a bunch of um, different communities. We have very inclusive hiring and promotion processes. We have mentorship programs specifically for women. And we're constantly, Amazon is a very data-driven company, so we're constantly looking at data and reviewing mechanisms to ensure we increase and support the number of women, not just across the board, Mm. but also in leadership positions. Mm. But like I said, it takes two to make it happen. <laughs> and as a woman myself, I can tell you that like while there's a there's a big force supporting yeah. you and, and there are so many people and I've been very fortunate. I think as a woman, I think it comes down to three things. And this is generally my advice for any woman that I meet who okay. is looking to build their career. I would say stay relevant, right? Uh, yeah. Women have a tendency to, uh, to sometimes not take themselves so seriously. So it's important to stay relevant, uh, find a way to skill, upskill and reskill. Uh, women also have a tendency to uh, to not speak up so much. So speak up, find a seat at the table, be vocal. Um, you know, it, like I said, it takes two to make it happen. Mm. And of course, build a network. And in today's world, your network uh, is your net worth. So when you mm. put all of these things together, I think, you know, you need the organization and, and all of the support that you get. But you have to have it within you to, to stay the course. And I think that's really important. The funny thing for women, and, and you asked me this question directly, mm. it was just like, why do women find it so hard? It's funny that, that our cycles, our life cycles kind of coincide with with our work cycles, okay. right? Okay. When we hit, we hit the time in, in our careers where we're in senior positions and the organization expects, you know, a fair bit of commitment from us. We have a family that needs us so much more as well. Our parents mm. are getting older, our children are getting older. 
And sometimes it's hard, but, you know, you just have to stay the course. Look at the, the bright side and remember that nothing lasts forever. So stay mm. the course. I mean, and you need good support from your spouse as well. I, and, and the reason I ask that question, I mean, why do women find it so high is I tend to struggle with this topic. And don't take this the wrong way. I struggle because I don't understand why people are viewed or, or jobs are viewed as men and women bias, right? I mean, just look at people as people. doesn't matter what their gender yeah. is. If they can do it, they can do it. Everything else, the family stuff, that just yeah. you, you just work it out along the way, right? But okay, maybe not everyone thinks that way. Maybe we can use behavioral science to help. So how can diversity and inclusion benefit a business? What are the bosses not seeing? The benefits of ensuring that there's an equal number of male and female in leadership positions? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's super important. Like I said, there's research that shows it. Yeah. There's uh, there's a whole lot. I think, it's, you know, it's everywhere they're talking about how bringing in diversity means that you're thinking bigger and mm. you're thinking better for your mm. customers, okay. right? Okay. Uh, and it's just, uh, as they say, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And that, you know, that diversity of thought makes a big difference as well. So just bringing in different perspectives, you know, and just making sure that, like, everything is viewed uh, with, holistically. That makes a difference. And more recent research shows uh, categorically mm. that bringing in diverse leadership teams makes sure that like our financial results, there's a direct correlation between diverse teams and financial results. So I guess to answer your question, I think it's, it's really coming down to that. I think people and companies have begun to realize that and that's why there's so much of, a, of an importance that's been associated to IDNE. My personal you know, quest is to make sure that we're not just staying at awareness, but getting the rubber to hit the road. Yeah. I mean, we're also talking about a lot of psychological habit that cultures have built, you know, women building upon women and men putting it upon women for for decades or even centuries. And that all has to change. So how should women look at opportunities in the tech sector right now? I, I guess maybe uh, this one's for the parents. Maybe uh, they're looking at their daughters entering the tech sector. What would you say to them? I would, you know, my biggest advice uh, to parents right now, I think, is to just let let your child find your own, their own, and find their own course. Um, maybe I'll give you my own example, right? Like, my parents um, worked in the airline industry, uh-huh. and that wasn't something that appealed to me as much as it appealed to them. For me, it was about, uh, you know, getting out there, about uh, being in sales. So, like I said, I started my career in tech sales, and then I moved to leadership. So, with every word that you add to that sentence, tech sales and leadership you're more of a minority um i'm my daughter is 14 okay uh, and she watches me today in, in <laughs> doing my job and she wants to do what i do but that's not what i want her to, to kind of get into i <laughs> okay. just want her to find her own so yeah i mean it's just about uh, i think parents have a you know kind of a significant role in in yeah. kind of identifying those early traits and helping the children find their own and that actually takes me to uh, to how important it is to look out and find the right skills that are available today right and it's just not about skilling it's about upskilling yeah. and skilling uh, so i think uh, you know if you've decided to learn there's just so many opportunities out there yeah priya you bring up a very interesting topic about you know the parents are the ones that that play a part i mean culturally you look at you say you have to upskill and stay relevant in your jobs and we forget that you've got to do the same as parents as well because your daughter is going into a world where ai is going to be at uh, even more of a forefront than we see today how are we ever going to understand them if we don't get it ourselves right now <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And you touch upon a, a topic that's very close to Amazon and, and me personally as mm. well, right? I, I think machine learning is 
and AI um, are absolutely the most important topics for us. We believe in the fullness of time. Literally, every company, every literally in every industry is going to be using machine learning materially, uh, and and to make their lives better. So we have over a hundred thousand customers globally wow. uh, using machine learning mm. today. And we believe we're just about getting started, to be honest. Yeah. And we're seeing machine learning being used in so many different ways. I mean, it's to improve customer experience, operational efficiency, decision-making. And for us at Amazon, it's about democratizing machine learning technology and making it really available to everybody, every individual out there. And this is done through a whole host of trainings and certifications. So our training programs really cover all of these three gamuts, which is skilling, upskilling, and reskilling. Okay. So if it's if you're talking about just skilling, we, we're talking about, say, for example, AWS Academy or mm. AWS Educate. You can be 13 years old and start learning about cloud and AWS. <laughs> <laughs> you have a skills builder. It's, it's a training which is an on-demand and customizable program that is built for individuals and organizations to upskill the workforce and do that at scale. Now, if time is an issue for you, here's the program because mm-hmm. it's absolutely on demand and customizable. And then if you're coming from, to your point again, which is if you're coming from a, from a world where you're not really familiar with tech or familiar with tech but not cloud, we have programs like AWS Restart and AWS Restart Associate. Okay. All available for uh, for people, um, you know, to kind of find their own and and chart their course. AWS globally has already trained 14 million people around the world, and we have a goal to train. Hold your breath, 29 million people by <laughs> 2025. So uh, yeah, we're just getting started, Elliot. Wow, and I can imagine what uh, bring your kid to work day must be like over at <laughs> AWS. It must be quite fascinating for sure. <laughs> yes, amazing. Yes, uh, uh, they are they're like sponges yeah, these days. Yeah. Kids, they just pick up everything, and I think we take a little time, which is why there's so many more courses that mm. make it so much fun uh, and and it's such an enjoyable uh, experience. Yeah, well, this certainly has been a very enjoyable conversation. I've been speaking with Priya Lakshmi, who is head of startup business ASEAN Amazon Web Services. Priya, thank you for your time. Take care and have a great Monday evening ahead. Thank you, Elliot. My pleasure. Thank you. Have a good evening. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.